listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Every day they don't never come correct. You can ask my man right here with the broken neck. He's a witness to the job never being done. He would have been in full effect in late 911. Was a joke because they're always joking. They the token to your life when it's croaking. Hey, welcome to the Blackout Tips podcast. Your host Rod and Karen. We're in the house on a Sunday. A very special Sunday. Um, you know, it's the the annual time of the year, you know, where everybody celebrates all the uh fathers out there that uh, you know, do their job, take care of what they're supposed to and handle their responsibilities <laughs> and all that stuff. You calm down, black Twitter. So uh <laughs> we you know, we got we reached out and uh booked a guest that uh, you know, we always try to get on about this time of the year. It's my dad. What's up? Uh, not much. Glad you can make it. I'm so happy to be here. And in an extra special surprise, um, because we weren't able to do a Mother's Day uh podcast, my mom couldn't right. make it that week. Uh, we got a, a special guest, my mom. Combo two for one. <laughs> hey, what's going on, mom? I am great. Uh, glad you can make it. Um, uh, as always, appreciate you. And uh, you know, every once in a while, I get like a text message or something because my mom listens to the show now. So, uh, you know, all the stuff you guys are saying in chat room, all that racism and stuff, she knows about it now. Mm-hmm. So yeah, She knows all about you. And and what's really, really cool is that um, with me and your mom, since your mom started listening to podcasts, it's been just a cool experience because a lot of stuff that for people out there that listen to podcasts and you don't really have family or friends and nobody else is into it and you finally find somebody else that's like into it too and you can sit down and like talk about y'all and y'all opinions and what y'all think about stuff it is just a neat experience and it's cool because i uh tell the people because she's not on social media so i tell the people on social media about your mom is to the show everybody's like always shocked and always surprised <laughs> yeah and that's you know i you know i tell them like give her a shout out man me too um but uh yeah thank y'all for showing up and uh of course uh this is the Blackout Tips. Find us on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Podomatic, all that stuff, and leave five-star reviews. We read them on the air as long as we like them. Uh, you can also go to theblackouttips.com and uh, click on things, leave comments, uh, vote in the polls. Uh, we appreciate everybody that does that. We just had a big feedback show yesterday all about Rachel Dolezal and uh, how, you know, what is trans blackness and whatever that is. Mm. Uh, <laughs> and then... Uh, I'm sure we'll have a lot of stuff to talk about this week as well. Oh, um, yeah. And, of course, uh, the podcast is sponsored. Uh, this podcast is actually sponsored by the very sexy Adam and Eve. Oh! That's right, baby. <laughs> uh, let me ask you a question. Are you getting enough? Is anybody getting enough? I bet you love more, right? Well, AdamandEve.com wants to give you more with 10 free gifts. First, you get a sexy little surprise for her. Second, a specially selected toy for him. And third, a little something that you'll both enjoy. Plus, you'll get six full-length adult movies on DVD. And number 10, free shipping on your entire order. So what do you have to do to get your 10 free gifts? It's not very hard. Just go to adamandeve.com and select any one item. It could be an adventurous new toy, sexy piece of lingerie, or anything you desire. You know, get 
a lot of y'all have husbands and whatnot and boyfriends and maybe they're fathers so for father's day you can get them this just don't let the kids pick it up that's all just enter the offer code tbgwt at checkout and you'll get all 10 free gifts go to checkout adamandeve.com today and select one item and get 10 free gifts including free shipping when you enter the offer code tbgwt at adamandeve.com that's tbgwt at adamandeve.com play me out boosty I wanna hold your hand, hold your just be a man. Alright, and as always, um, you know, on these uh Father's Day, Mother's Day type shows, if y'all have questions for my parents, just put them in the uh viewer question and suggestion box and we'll answer the ones that we can. Um and uh, if you don't have questions, don't worry, we're still gonna do a regular ass show. So uh we'll still be talking about all kinds of stuff. Um I guess uh the, the the best way to start i guess the only way to really start is we got to talk about all the stuff that went down in charleston this week <laughs> right because i feel like everybody's probably been waiting on you know uh, somebody to talk about it um so did y'all hear about this the, the 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 boy who shot up the church in charleston and killed nine people yes oh yeah yeah right. yeah yeah yeah. we heard about that we've been reading a lot about it and watching and kind of following what's going on yeah, I, I saw like the news the night it happened and, uh, it was really weird cause, you know, it was a, a white kid walked into, at first it came out, it was like a shaven, you know, like bald head white man. And I was like, well, that's obviously a hate crime. Yeah. Uh, but then it was just like a young white kid came in to a black church and nine people got shot and he was on the roof. And, uh, I was just like, man, that's, that sounds really shady you know south carolina yep you know uh and so then the news coverage uh as he was on the run immediately started speculating and one of the things that the news coverage said was should we expect riots from black people now that this has happened and i was just like that that that, you have no understanding of the black community at all that's what you're expecting from uh you know a person like this shooting up a church like no, right that's you know this isn't even like police shooting up some innocent man or whatever this is like it's just a tragedy plus as they were saying this on the screen black people from the church that you know survived or new members or whatever or family or whatever they were holding hands praying yep so it's like you got the camera on this these people praying and you're talking about will there be riots another broadcast i saw asked is it safe for white people to go to the black church now? Mm-hmm. And I was like, do you remember who shot who? Cause like, right. like that's an obvious, you know, that's an obvious thing. So anyway, this guy, his name is Dylan Storm Roof. Yeah, I know. He's got that, that Nazi name, don't he? Yeah. <laughs> I'm tuned, baby. <laughs> yeah. It's like if, uh, it's like a, a Game of Thrones name. I or, know, right? <laughs> You know, like you made that shit up. Like he came in with a sword. Yeah. I was Dylan. going with a sword and a 48. Yeah, Dylan Stormroof. Uh, so anytime white people say we got stupid names, y'all remember that. Yeah. No. Right. <laughs> um, so he attacked the historically black Emmanuel African Methodist Episcopal uh, Church, which AME, for all that, uh, you know, not in the church stuff. Some, somebody asked me that this week. One of my friends asked me, said, what does AME stand for? Mm. and i told her she was like yeah i knew that i was like yeah right mm-hmm. 
Uh, I didn't even know. I just read it. Yeah, she didn't know. I, you know what AME stand for? Black. That's what it you means. Know, like, oh, it's an AME church. Yeah, black people. African thing going on. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, it's in Charleston. It's a historical church. Like, you know, going all the way back to like, you know, black people used to worship there for a while. Church was outlawed in South Carolina yeah. so that black people couldn't organize. Not all church, obviously. Black church. Yeah. Uh, was outlawed. Uh, one of the, uh, one of the i think founders or like pastors was killed at one point for mm-hmm. organizing slavery rebellions um you know just that like charleston's one of my favorite cities in the south because um you know in addition to the weather and the beach and all that stuff it's so it feels very historic mm-hmm. yeah yeah you know they've had an earthquakes they had a huge i think two huge fires, fires. yep um they've had a prison that you know they've had slavery and stuff like um and you know not that they're proud of it quote unquote but they're very open about it you don't have when you take tours of the city and stuff right you don't have a choice but to be it's like the history is so deep that you can't lie about it you know other places you can lie cover it up dance around it but you can't dance around uh slave quarters you can't because this is right. you know you've built new shit around it like yeah. you can't lie about how y'all used to bring slaves up and put them on market street because your street steals name market street like yeah. you can't know, right? you know you can't lie you can't lie about you put projects on top of mass graves of slaves you know you can't lie about that mm-hmm. it's like you know prohibition speakeasies like a bunch of stuff that you know, just a bunch of history down there. And I've always liked that about the city. I, every time we go down there, I make sure we take a tour. Because mm-hmm. right. you, you, well, we're always learning yeah. something new on the tour, you yeah. know. Um, uh, so, so I, you know, I love that, I love that city. But, yeah, I've, I, we've gone by this church before. Like, we, you know, mm-hmm. it, it's just kind of like. It's a beautiful church. It's one of the oldest in, in the country, especially in this area. As soon yeah. as I heard about it, I was like, it's obvious it was targeted. Yeah, like, exactly. It was like, cause it's too historic to be a coincidence. Right, right. So I was immediately like, hate crime. But, uh, you know, immediately you have to discuss what, you know, maybe he had mental illness. Yeah. You know, maybe, maybe he was, um, you know, maybe he was brainwashed. Uh, could it been, you know, he was, you know, could it have just been an accident? A, a presidential candidate said accidents, mistakes. I, I saw that, man. Like, <laughs> and his, and his crew said, hold on, he didn't mean that. He was, he's yeah. just, he's gonna be president. He misspeaks everyone in a while. <laughs> right. Um, so yeah, he was 21 years old, which I think does away with that myth of, the old white races is the only races left in america yeah because that happens a lot now but as somebody that's on the internet you know uh fairly prominently with certain in certain segments uh i get enough hate mail and hate and and and, and like tweets and stuff like that to know that all races people not 90 ain't that the truth like yeah. you know somebody had to learn to use them twitter accounts i know right <laughs> you know? great point uh so yeah he was 21 he opened fire on a bible study wednesday night uh at the church assassinating a state senator civil rights leader and pastor clementa pickney and eight others yeah, and, uh, and everybody's glossing across that senator like yeah. whenever we talk about this nobody's talking about it. nobody talking about the injustice nobody talking about this being this uh uh uh, like a uh, political official that's right like yeah. you know what i'm saying but yeah. 
if this would have been the other way around and it'd been like a political official and all these other folks yeah, right. yeah. we don't even know if because uh, you know it's not like it's a secret that right. any of those people were there so he could have been targeting that person we don't know correct well from what i've read he targeted the church he targeted mm-hmm. that particular individual and also when he was there they claim he said he, he told him i almost changed my mind and at mm-hmm. the end he was like no nah, i'm giving an open file right here yeah he sat with them for an hour during the bible study right. uh which you know it's, it's just like more savage you know because then that, you know that he had to recognize that humanity during that time you know for him to say he almost changed his mind you know yeah, I, right. it, it definitely like he still felt he had to go through with it uh which really shows you the mentality behind an act like this you know and, this and, is this is know, terrorism you know what surprises me about this reporting on it mm-hmm. and the media what i've been i've been reading about this stuff they're still saying that he's the alleged shooter right yeah like the dude said he did it it's like the people that said said, right it's like remember the people that at first were like we don't know why he did it and he's like they have quote the quote under the under them on the news is i did it because they were black and i want to kill black people we'll never know you know it's just you know it's so sad that we'll never find out why that boy just went uh-huh. on the wrong path. Yeah, yeah, you know. Meanwhile, you know, like uh He's so different. Yeah, a black twelve year old gets killed in Cleveland by the cops and he's a man. Yeah. Like look at him. Yes. He's, he's, know, right? he's tall enough to be uh in the NBA. That that's a boy that's a man right there. Ain't no boy, that's, that's a right. man. Meanwhile, this guy's twenty one yeah. and it's the the kid. You know, yeah. he's just a you know, he's a he's a loner. He's just he's a sad a kid. Outcast from his family, slept in his car. Yeah. You know. A lone wolf. Yeah. Um, unemployed parents mm-hmm. buy my gun yep yep people thought people well we'll get into it that's more info so um after noting his animosity over the trayvon martin protest roof rights but more importantly this pro actually i'll just read this whole manifesto when i get to it um anyway so um as of saturday the council for conservative citizens Uh-oh. website has either been taken down or experienced technical problems that oh. couldn't be accessed mm. but there's an internet icon site with the way back that has a copy of it online um because he was a, a member of that site uh, allegedly mm-hmm. and there's uh you know speculation that they may have quote-unquote radicalized him go ahead on man do it right much like do it, bro you know, much like how we do, like ISIS right. and shit, like here we're like, man, they're using the internet to right. get brainwash these kids and have them do shit. A conservative site, you know, Council of Conservative Citizens, uh, possibly doing this. How's that any different from terrorism? Yeah, like, this is black on white terrorism. I'm sorry. Yeah, uh, the website is a hodgepodge of, re- hodgepodge of rewritten media stories with facts either twisted or fabricated to give the viewer impression that there's a constant barrage of black on white crime. 15 new black on white murders there's an outrage where is the outrage from mainstream media is a may 15th headline racial spree shooting in texas one killed two injured beautiful 19 year old woman slaughtered in racial hate crime attack reads another and it's all like white black people are killing all these white folks y'all meanwhile anybody that's ever seen these articles because there's obviously not many of them but when they're when they are it's always like the pictures on the front are two niggas in a prison uniform which means they went to jail right which means not only like not only has the crime been has it been considered a crime they've been prosecuted and convicted right and are going to serve time or die and they'll be like why is no one outraged about this like because justice was served right 
you know that's totally different than you know george zimmerman riding around you know with his gun out point, pointing at people in traffic every time i gotta see him on the news he's in civilian clothes like that's infuriating um the concentration of stories that cause a false perception whites are under attack of blacks is significant because ruth told his victims i have to do it you rape our women and you taking over you're taking over this our country and you have to go um which you know is very significant too because i think you can't reiterate enough the part about the raping of our women because that has been used to actually pass legislation in america uh since like the 1910s the 1900s where um like part of the reason we don't have uh that certain drugs are illegal is because the propaganda behind making those drugs illegal said that black people would do the drugs and rape white women Uh you know i I watched the doc i didn't even notice till a couple years ago i watched a documentary um when the documentary might even be called drugs and it's a series i think it came on like either discovery or history channel it's mm, real good series. anybody can watch it mm-hmm. and it's all like different drugs opium cocaine marijuana and it's like you get to like the 20 30 minute mark on each documentary and they're all the same it's and then white people said black people's gonna do these drugs and rape some white women so that was what caused everybody to call to stop the um you know stop the drug game make it illegal and that threat uh is one of those things i think hasn't gone away it gets handed down this idea that uh you know to in order to protect the virtuous white woman we gotta put these niggas in line you know yeah. um i'm not surprised he latched on to that um so uh the splc uh uh southern poverty law center procured a list of 38 politicians most of whom are from mississippi and all but three of whom are republican who have been involved in the CCC, which is that uh, Conservative Citizens Council, between 2000 and 2004, some, like Republicans John Moore and Dean Kirby in Mississippi, are still in office. According to the SPLC, the CCC is a modern reincarnation of the old white Citizens Council, which were formed in the 1950s and 1960s to battle school desegregation in the South. Today, the CCC dedicates itself to educating whites on what it sees as an epidemic of black-on-white crime in the United States. The CCC website has been a touchstone for the radical right to get educated mm. on this issue, and it appears this was the first stop for Ruth on his dive down the white nationalist rabbit hole. Uh, so um yep that was one of the, one of the articles i wanted to read because i feel like um when i read his manifesto one of the things i realized is like what he's saying is not that far off the beaten path from what a lot of people think in this country um but just they say it more politely and then they act on it they don't act on it like they wouldn't kill anybody but they definitely would um espouse some of this stuff right promote it yeah so uh, i'll read some of it i was not raised in a racist home or environment living in the south almost every white person has a small amount of racial awareness simply because of the number of negroes in this part of the country this nigga was 21 talking about some negroes Hmm. (laughs) i know right like that lets you know but it is superficial awareness growing up in school the white and black kids would make racial jokes towards each other but all they were were jokes me and my me and white friends would sometimes would would watch things that would make us think that blacks were the real racist and other elementary thoughts like this but there was no real understanding behind it the event that truly awakened me was the trayvon martin case i kept hearing and seeing his name eventually i decided to look him up 
i read the wikipedia article and right away i was unable to understand the big what the big deal was it was obvious that zimmerman was in the right but the but more importantly this prompted me to type in the words black on white crime into google and i've never been the same since that day uh now for the record him the part where he says obvious zimmerman was in the right what's so different about that in the fox news coverage of zimmerman right. and trayvon martin yeah um the first website I came to was the Council of Conservative Citizens. There were pages upon pages of these brutal black and on white murders. I was in disbelief. At this moment, I realized that something was very wrong. How could the news be blowing up the Trayvon Martin case while hundreds of these black on white murders got ignored? Right. The black on white murders with the people in prison and in jail. All right. From this point, I researched deeper and found out what was happening in Europe. I saw, I saw that the same things were happening in Europe and France and in all these other Western European countries. Again, I found myself in disbelief. As an American, we are taught to accept living in the melting pot and black, oh, somebody had turned their phone down because it's gonna, it's gonna get caught up on the audio. Uh, no problem. And black on, black and other minorities have just as much right to be here as we do. Since we are all immigrants, but Europe is the homeland of white people, and in many ways the situation is even worse there. From here I found out about the Jewish problem and other issues facing our race, and I can say today that I am completely racially aware. Then he gives everybody their own segment, right? Different races. Obviously black people have the first and longest segment. It's like half of the fucking manifesto is all niggas. Blacks. I think it is fitting to start off with the group I have the most real life experience with and the group that is the biggest problem for Americans. Niggers are stupid and violent. At the same time, they had a capacity to be very slick. Now this is a dude that sat with black people for an hour in church uh, and then killed them all. He had a bunch of uh, black Facebook friends too, by the way. Right, right. So we're stupid and violent and slick but he was slicking up to bring a gun in and kill a bunch of black people that were not causing him any problems yeah, yep. that i got black friends i don't want to hear that all your friends can be black but it don't mean you can't be racist yeah he picked the black people that had the least like that that would not fight him back right exactly like he didn't go you know this motherfucker ain't roll up in like roseland talking about some let let me uh get down, rid of the niggers down in the rock house right, right. yeah get your head blown off um black people view everything through a racial lens <laughs> says the guy who just wrote this manifesto that's what racial awareness is it's viewing everything that happens through a racial lens they are always thinking about the fact that they are black this is part of the reason they get offended so easily and think that something are intended to be racist towards them even when a white person wouldn't be thinking about race the other reason is the jewish agitation of the black race oh, Lord. i don't know how that thought pattern right there is that much different from like uh, adam carolla or um you know a lot of a lot of white people think well no white black people just see race and everything it's not that anything racist is happening to them they just they can't help themselves right and nobody's asked well why do they view life like this (laughs) yeah black people are racially aware almost from birth but white people on average don't think about race in their daily lives and this is our problem we need to and have to um yeah it's also called privilege you don't have to think about it um say you were a witness to a dog being beat by a man you are almost surely going to feel very sorry for that dog but then say you were witness to a dog biting a man you will most likely not feel the pity you felt for the dog for the man why because dogs are lower than men so that's his 
mm-hmm. analogy for white and black people mm-hmm. same analogy applies to black and white relations even today blacks are subconsciously viewed by white people are lower as lower beings they are held to a lower standard in general this is why they are able to get away with things like obnoxious behavior in public because it is expected of them meanwhile this motherfucker took so many pictures with the uh confederate flag but somehow the confederate flag not considered obnoxious Mm-mm. what's more obnoxious than that to to black people yeah you know i had a, a guy i know from the ymca because i said on twitter like you know how the confederate flag is just you know it's gonna always be a symbol for racism and oppression it's nothing you can do to spin it and he was like and he was like uh well not everybody that has that flag thinks that it's racist and i was like then you're either in denial or you're racist it's not too like there's no other combination of things you either just are in denial and you're like i don't even want to look up the history i don't even know how you can be proud of something that you won't look up the history for right like there was a time first of all it was four years that there was even a you know a south that was rebelling against america or whatever right yep. which is the most celebrated four-year history since the cowboys won the super bowls right <laughs> uh people won't let it go and then and, and then to to top it off like it went away for a long time and came back during the civil rights push from black people so now it's like the only other time you were proud of it was just having to coincide again with niggas needing to be suppressed like it you know it, that's like it's kind of um you know insulting that you wouldn't even google or wiki that shit Word. to find out but you're so proud of it right yeah. um this white superiority complex that comes from learning of how we dominated other peoples is also part of the problem i've just mentioned but of course i don't deny that we are in fact superior of course you don't deny that i wish with the passion that niggers were treated tr- terribly throughout the history by whites and that every white person had an ancestor who owned slaves that segregation was an evil and oppressive institution and so on he wishes that segregation was an evil and oppressive institution of course it's not guys it's, of course not which wow oh, if only if only if only <laughs> because if that was all if all of it was true it would make it so much easier for me to accept our current situation but it isn't true none of it is we are told to accept that what is happening to us because of our ancestors doing wrong but it is all based on historical lies exaggerations and myths I have tried endlessly to think of reasons we deserve this and I have only come back with more irritated because there are no reasons. We deserve this? What are y'all, what is this? Yeah. What is this thing that is happening to white people that is, uh, are white people in slavery now? Did I, did no one tell me I can go buy me some white slaves down at the Lowe's or something? Cause they are. You we can use some help. We walking around free, so they slave now. <laughs> only a fourth to a third of people in the South even owned one slave. Uh, yet every white person is treated as if they had a slave owner ancestor. This applies to, uh, in the states where slaves, slavery never existed, as well as people whose family immigrated after slavery was abolished. I have read hundreds of slave narratives from my state, and almost all of them were positive. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so glad to be here. Wow. Let me get back out here and get this cotton up for y'all. I appreciate you. Can I have some more of them hog malls? <laughs> one sticks out in my mind where an old ex-slave recounted how the day his oh. mistress died was one of the saddest days of his life. And in many of these narratives, the slaves told her how their masters didn't even allow whipping on his plantation. Mm. Segregation was not a bad thing. It was a defensive measure. Mm. Segregation did ah. not exist to hold black, the whole back Negroes. What makes him say Negroes sometimes are niggers others? I wonder. 
I don't notice a difference in tone. It's just yeah, depending on how he felt or his outrage. Yeah, maybe it's spelled autocorrect or something. Not getting them all. Yeah, maybe so. Blame it, blame Microsoft Word. Yeah, <laughs> it is. Yeah, Microsoft Word should have had that paperclip pop up on this. Like, <laughs> hey, uh, it looks like you're about to write a racist manifesto. Yeah. Uh, do you need help? You do need we, help with you need help with that? <laughs> do Do you need us to stop you? Do we need to report you to the FBI? it existed to protect us from them and i mean that in multiple ways not only did it protect us from having to interact with them and from being physically harmed by them but it's protected us from being brought down to their level it that's also amazing it's like white people brutalize black people for all those years but segregation is to stop us from hurting them like who like you know this would be like if ray rice was like thank god for that restraining order Woo. Janae can't get me no more. <laughs> Integration has done nothing but bring whites down to the level of brute animals. The best example of this is obviously our school system. Uh, and he basically talks about how white flight. And, yeah. I, and I like this paragraph because it highlights something like that I do believe white people do um, subconsciously. But like I said, we wouldn't consider it a racist pathology. But here's a racist person espousing it. Now white parents are forced to move to the suburbs to send their children to quote unquote good schools. But what constitutes a good school? The fact that the fact is that how good a school is considered directly corresponds to how white it is. I hate with a passion the whole idea of the suburbs. To me, it represents nothing but scared white people running. Running because they are too weak, scared, and brainwashed to fight. Mm. We sh- why should we have to flee the cities we created for the security of the suburbs? Why are the suburbs secure in the first place? Because they are white. The pathetic part is that these white people don't even admit to themselves why they are moving. They tell themselves it's for better schools or simply to live in a nicer neighborhood. But it's honestly just a way to escape niggers and other minorities. Mm. That the truth. Sounds like he was loading up some clips while he was reading. This, right. You know? But, you know, we've talked about white flight on the show before, and that is um something that hurts cities and hurts communities. Right. And it's been it's by design. You know, people that understand what redlining is or people that you know can look into the history of um right. uh house ownership like yeah. even i mean as recent as you know three four years ago when all those judgments came down against the home lending companies where they were forging signatures misrepresenting information uh and uh racially against black people like using it to get them into subprime mortgages and stuff like that where they knew they couldn't afford right so you know sometimes when people talk about you know uh it it, like it scares people into like well i don't want to get a house because who knows what the fuck is gonna happen you know like whereas there's a certain level of trust that i feel like white people have just you know from privilege because you just you don't you would never consider that you would get shaded uh get dealt with shadily right in these transactions Mm -hmm. whereas it's kind of a warning to black people like yeah these not all those black people worked in mcdonald's there's black people that you know had a nice nine to five and were taking care of responsibilities and financially responsible that somehow got roped into a deal because signatures were forged information was was given uh incorrectly on purpose and even in the backlash of the lawsuits and the fines that these companies receive, my credit still messed up. I can't get a house again. Right. Or, you know, um, I'm still owing a lot of money that I, you know, di- had no idea I would owe. On something I don't even live in anymore. Right. And, and it's not even a matter of, well, I just wanted too much house. There, People are telling you you can't, the pe- people you pay 
to to help facilitate these deals told you yes you can afford this house and yes you can trust this deal and then go back and sign your name and some shit you never looked at you know so that's that's scary you know but um yeah this but this mentality of and like i said this isn't this isn't uncommon this oh black people are moving it's time to go that's very common you know i I'll, i'll talk to my white friends and they you know they'll make jokes about oh so and so lives in a bad neighborhood but since i've lived here my whole life i'm like oh that's not a bad neighborhood black people just live there right you know <laughs> it's just like yeah there's the, like those black people are all you know responsible enough to own a house and have cars and families and shit but when you look in there you're just like a bunch of section eight negroes because you can't help yourself it's just that conditioning yeah but what about the white people that are being left behind what about the white children who because of schools on their laws are forced to go to school that is 90 percent black oh those poor white people somehow they'll learn what it feels like to be a minority in america and that we can't have white people experiencing that Mm. on any level what about the white people that want to play basketball they're gonna have to (laughs) be be around some negroes Mm -hmm. do you really think that 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 white kid will be able to go one day without being picked on for being white or called a white boy and who was fighting for them who was fighting for these white people forced by economic circumstances to live among negroes no one but someone has to you know that just sounds so ironic considering black people are 13 percent of the population right like uh, that's all of our experiences every day pretty much and he's like one white person could experience this here i would also like to touch on the idea of the northwest front uh i think this idea is beyond stupid why should i for example give up the beauty and history of my state to go to the northwest uh he spelled northwest wrong twice that's amazing uh to me the whole idea just parallels and the concept of white people running to the suburbs the whole idea is pathetic just another way to run from the problem without facing it some people feel as though the south is beyond saving that we have too many blacks here to this i say look at history this, well let's be honest y'all brought us here this is where this, right, people have a tendency to forget that it ain't like we ski jetted over here and was like oh america yeah that yeah. makes no fucking sense yeah right like we just happen to have the most slaves and fought a war because of it but for some reason there's a lot of black people around here this is crazy show us the cotton yeah the south has a high had a the south had a higher ratio of blacks when we were holding them as slaves look at south africa and how such a small minority held the black in apartheid for years and years speaking of south africa if anyone thinks that if anyone thinks that think will eventually just change for the better estimate things consider how in south africa they have affirmative action for the black population that makes up 80 percent of the population it is far from being too late for america or europe I believe that even if we made up only 30% of the population, we could take it back completely. But by no means should we wait any longer to take drastic action. Anyone who thinks that white and black people look as as different as we do on the outside, but are somehow magically the same on the inside is delusional. Wow. How can our faces, skin, hair, and body structure all be different, but our brains be exactly the same? This is nonsense we are being led to believe. Negroes have lower IQs, lower impulse control, higher testosterone le- testosterone levels in general. By the way, this nigga talking about somebody IQ, I've corrected 17 mistakes just reading his bullshit. Well, I'm sure he just probably turned his spell checker off for a few minutes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> These three things alone are a recipe for violent behavior. If a scientist publishes, he's talking about our violent behavior, this motherfucker. If yeah. a scientist publishes a paper on the differences between races in Western Europe or Americans, we can expect to lose, he can expect to lose his 
his job there are personality traits within human families and within different breeds of cats and dogs so why not within the races a horse and a donkey can breed and make a mule but they are still two completely different animals just because we can breed with other races doesn't make us the same in a modern history history class it is always emphasized that when talking about bad things whites have done in history they were white but when we learn about the numerous almost countless wonderful things whites have done it is never pointed out that these people were white yet when we learn about anything important done by a black person in history it's always pointed out repeatedly that they were black for example when we learn about how george washington carver was the first nigger smart enough to open a peanut well i feel like that's a gross simplification of george washington carver's legacy but uh um on another subject i want to say is this many white (laughs) many white people feel as though they don't have a unique culture the reason for this is that white culture is world culture so he's explaining basically why you don't need to point out that white people invented something in in that sentence because you're under the assumption that a white person made it unless you tell us otherwise right Mm -hmm. i don't mean that our culture is made up of other cultures i mean that our culture has been adopted by everyone in the world this makes us feel as though our culture is special or unique say for example that every businessman in the world were a kimono, wore a kimono that every skyscraper in this in the shape of a pagoda that every door had was a sliding one that everyone ate every meal with chopsticks this would probably make a japanese man feel as though he had no unique traditional culture i have noticed a great disdain for white race mixing white women within the white nationalist community bordering on insanity it these women are victims they can be saved stop they can save they can save the white women guys they're all victims of uh these multi-ethnic penises mm-hmm. so just oh need, Lord. To, need to kill all the black people and then we'll save the white women because they won't have any choice but to sleep with white men uh jews that's uh now these paragraphs are much shorter guys so we had a oh, lot oh so all yeah. that was just us that was all just us <laughs> uh unlike many white nationalists i'm of the opinion that the majority of american and european jews are white and in my opinion the issues with jews is not their blood but their identity i think that if we could somehow destroy the jewish identity then they wouldn't cause much of a problem the problem is that jews look white and in many cases are white yet they see themselves as minorities just like niggers most jews are always thinking about the fact that they are jewish the other issue is that they network if we could somehow turn every jew blue for 24 hours i think there would be a mass awakening because people would be able to see plainly what is going on i don't pretend to understand why jews do what they do they are an enigma oh the same group of people that like slaughter like <laughs> come on That's i'm actually just camp. mad i'm just mad that he didn't call them any race slurs i mean only black people get nigger and that nobody else gets anything nope Mm-mm. nope they, got, they got some special names he got close he said enigma mm-hmm. that's, that's kind of close to <laughs> <laughs> hispanics are obviously a huge problem for americans but these are good Hispan- there are good hispanics and bad hispanics oh. of course all niggers are bad yeah. <laughs> I, I remember while watching hispanic television stations the shows and even the commercials were more white than our own hmm. uh they probably in spanish though right they have respect for white beauty and a good portion of hispanics are white oh really hmm. there's, ah! there's a well-known fact that have you have they notified the white people today uh the hispanics that they are white right because y'all sure don't treat them like that y'all ask them their id and tell them to beat beat get out get out of arizona it is a well-known fact that the white hispanics make up the elite of most hispanics countries they are there is good white blood worth saving 
in uruguay argentina chile and even brazil not oh. worth saving he must have watched some he must be watching a lot of different porn yeah yeah <laughs> apparently yeah he's like we can save that one he's watching those novellas yeah but <laughs> telenovelas mm-hmm. but they are still our enemies oh well there you oh, go, there you oh, go. Well, y'all, yep. y'all wouldn't know the list yep. alone yep lisa you can call you chinks or wetbacks yeah. or anything yeah Dicks. Yep. you guys got off light east asians i have great respect i think you meant respect for the east asian races how, even, did, he, how did he spell it r-e-s-p-e-n-t oh r-e-s-p-e-n-t-t didn't aretha tell you how to spell it baby right um he, well, he probably don't listen to Aretha Franklin. Oh, my bad, my bad, my bad. I'm sorry, dog. <laughs> Even if we were to go extinct, that could carry something on. They are by nature very racist and could be great allies of the white race. <laughs> they are racist. They could be our allies, but they would, other than the racism. Yeah. I'm not opposed at all to allies with the Northeast Asian races. That's uh, enough for them. Patriotism. I have sight uh I hate the sight of the American flag. The modern American patriotism is an absolute joke. People pretending like they have something to be proud of while white people are being murdered daily in the streets. Oh. <laughs> By the police, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Many veterans believe we owe them something for protecting our way of life or protecting our freedom. But I'm not sure what way of life they are talking about. How about we protect the white race and stop fighting for the Jews? Mm. I will say this though. I myself would have rather lived in the 1940s American with Nazi than Nazi Germany. And no, this is not ignorant speaking. It is just my opinion. Mm. So I don't blame the veterans of any wars up until after Vietnam because at least they had an American to be proud of and fight for. Mm. And explanation, he writes, this is the last part. To take a saying from a film, I see all this stuff going on and I don't see anyone doing anything about it and it pisses me off. To take a saying from my favorite film, even if my life is worth less than a speck of dirt, I want to use it for the good of society. I have no choice. I am not in a position to alone go into the ghetto and fight. I choose Charleston because it is the most historic city in my state and at one time had the highest ratio of blacks to whites in the country. We have no skinheads, no real KKK, no one doing anything but talking on the internet. Well, someone has to have the bravery to take it to the real world and I guess that has to be me. Unfortunately, at the time of the right now, I'm in a great hurry, and some of my best thoughts, actually many of them, have been have been to be left out and lost forever. But I believe enough great white minds are out there already. Please forgive any typos. I didn't have time to check. Well, maybe that's what the family meant when they there forgave them. They the forgave typos. them for the typos. Yeah, that was it. Because I wouldn't have forgave yeah. them for nothing else. Um, so, yeah, and I felt it was important to read that manifesto because... Uh, there's a lot of people that really do harbor elements of that shit, but they just didn't kill nobody. So they're like, I'm not racist. Right. But it's like, if you believe uh, all that shit about the inferiority and, um, you know, he thought that this would tap off a great race war. And I don't understand how him saying that is much different from the media going, there's going to be riots and can white people go to black church anymore? Mm. Like, that that's the same vein, you know, of there's going to be a race war. Uh the Charleston judge who uh was uh you know over uh the arraignment for Dylan Roof, uh he sparked the outrage when he referred to the twenty year twenty one year old's family as victims and urged the community to rally around them. 
um that's the exact mentality of why that fucking flags up right to me like the the southern that that dixie flag to me represents people saying we're the real victims of the civil war and we'll never forget what y'all did to us you know like we us white people that were able to own slaves and shit and monetize that and you know ended up losing our uh um you know losing our standing in society losing our wealth behind that we'll never forget it the south you know was always going to be upset about that regardless of many many black people that look at that sign and go yeah that's that's just a symbolism of oppression and the fact that you won't let it go like these people are telling black people get over slavery and let it go of our history while actively promoting slavery and and not letting go of history it's so ironic but yeah he said uh their families were victims too um in all this um and you know this is right there with uh you know the the families of the victims in uh in the public gallery like i gotta hear this this dude killed someone in my family i gotta hear you talk talk about how his family are the victims too and those are the living victims he's talking about he's not the dead victims, right yeah. yeah um yeah just insensitive uh yeah. now it has since emerged that this judge james gosnell jr that's right was reprimanded in 2003 for using the n-word in court that's right when he told a black defendant there are four kinds of people in this world black people white people rednecks and niggers <laughs> nonetheless he was appointed to handle the charleston shooting case on friday when dylan roof admitted to shooting nine people why right um yeah why right after, after you've had to reprimand him why would you give him something this sensitive people wonder why we don't you know have faith in the justice system right shit like that rick perry said uh the obama administration always over overreacts to accidents like the charleston shooting accidents accidents Oops, sorry. my bad he, I, meant to, I meant to shoot 10 sorry yeah I, he, yeah he did you know what he did yeah. accidentally let too many people That's live right. yeah. he, he yeah, said he, he was gonna let he only wanted one person to live yeah. um and i think three lived or something yeah. right this yeah like some, some of them played dead yeah. didn't they? Yeah. yeah her grandmother laid on top of her, her grandbaby and, and, yeah. and basically uh played dead and they both live um here's the clip of it let me see how long this is Communities like this have had to endure tragedies like this too many times. We don't have all the facts, but we do know that, once again, innocent people were killed in part because someone who wanted to inflict harm had no trouble getting their hands on a gun. All right. Um, exploitation of a, of a tragedy? Well, that's always the, the knee-jerk reaction, is that uh, if we can just take the guns out of the hands of everyone... Uh, in this country, these types of things won't happen again. Um, as long as evil and cowardice is alive in the world, and I suggest it has been and it will be, uh, there will be people who have, for whatever reason, again, we don't know, as the President said, we don't have all the facts, and I'm not ready to, uh, to point to any particular policy, uh, but I know that we need to be working to bring people together in this country. Uh, it's one of the reasons that we work so hard in the state of Texas to create an environment where you could get an education. Texas now has the second highest uh, overall high school graduation rate in America. If you're African American in America and you live in Texas, you live in the state that has the number one high school graduation. It's so rate. very, very it important. Is so it, important. It, it, it to gives this. hope, and it gives. And um, let me stop that right there. The fuck that got to do with this dude? 
Right. Because he, he quit school, did he? Yeah, and yeah. I, not just that. African Americans graduating? What does that have to do with this particular tragedy? Yeah. Black people had nothing to do with this. Like, oh, them niggas would have got out of high school. They'd yeah, all be right. alive today. Yeah, right. As far as we know, every last one of those people that could have graduated from high school, it doesn't have, it has no reflection on this. Jesus. He just, it's just his talking point. He's like, this is my talking point. I got to stick to it. That's where I would like to see the next president of the United States really focused on bringing this country together, uh, allowing those states to come up with programs to improve education opportunities. Did, but I do want to ask, is that, ex- I mean, did he go too quickly to the microphone and blame guns? And uh, is this a, just an attempt to, to exploit a situation in well, your view? Th- this is the MO of, of this administration. Anytime there is a accident like this, um, you know, whoops, I'm, whoops, reloaded five times, killed nine people, sat with about that for an hour. Okay, whoops, my bad. You know, the president's clear. He doesn't like for Americans to have guns, right. and so he uses every opportunity, uh, this being another one, uh, to basically go parrot that message. Um, is this, there's a debate going on today especially, is this, should this be called an act of terror as opposed to a, whatever they're calling, you know, a crime, a murder, a terror? Well, Where, what's the law? By the way, I love how they both avoid saying it's a hate crime either. He should just say it again. No, I told you it was an accident. Yeah, we don't know why he did it. It's, it's you know, it's, this is my it's mind-boggling to me. It's crazy to me too, dog. Line there in your view. I, I don't know, uh, but the I think the facts. Once we get them, um, there were more people than that killed in Paris. Uh, this this was uh, this was a a crime of of hate. Uh, we know that. Uh, and, and also, I think there's a real uh, issue to be talked about. Uh, it, it seems to me, again, without having all the details mm-hmm. about this one, that uh, these individuals have been medicated. And there may be a real issue in this country from the standpoint of these drugs and how uh, they're used. I know- yeah, okay. So even if so, a medicated person, quote-unquote, can get their hands on a gun, that's not the issue. But the kind of medicine might be that might that's what can save everybody's yeah. life, you know. Also, like it's so funny to listen to him, him and Hall to try to avoid pissing off all the people in his party. Yeah, cause that's the party of racists. Like it doesn't mean everyone in the party is a racist. Nope. But all the racist people, that's their party. So it's like if I say it's a hate crime, I got to worry about that. I can say it's a crime of hate because who would kill people without hating them? If I say it's terrorism, well, then, you know, that's going to make me look bad with the people that are, you know, really pro-white. So I don't want to, you know, uh, I can't say that it's, you know, because he had access to guns because that don't make it seem like I'm against guns. Like, it, just, you might as well have just not done an interview. Hey, just put it on education, baby. Yeah. Just blame it on education. Yeah, if they would have just went to school, yeah. those Negroes would have known that's not right, to be yeah. in church. That's right. They would have been too smart. The NRA uh, NRA board member blames the Charleston shooting victims um, for their own deaths. Uh, in a now deleted comment on the Texas based, based message board for gun owners, Cotton attributed. I Pic- why. Yep, he attributed Clementa Pickney, who uh, you know was a state senator. Uh, he, contrib- he contributed. He attributed her death, at least tangentially, to the fact that that uh, I mean, I'm sorry. He 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 attributed her death, his death. Blah, 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 to the fact that he voted against concealed carry. Eight of his church members 
who might be alive if he had expressly allowed members to carry handguns in church are dead innocent people die because of his position on a political issue wow uh well, you could have had a shootout in the sanctuary so well you know each other you know how many people go to church with guns right not to mention how many articles we read just recently where it's like someone shot up five people at a wedding because the gun accidentally went off uh another person like shot himself in the foot at church like yeah right nra spokeswoman jennifer baker followed followed up the statement to with followed up with a statement to the new york daily news that said individual board members do not speak for the nra that's right we are praying for the victims and their families out of respect for their tragic loss we do not feel that this is an appropriate time for a political debate we will have no further comment to all the facts are known which basically means uh we agree with him but we just ain't trying to say so right now because that was somehow that's that's insensitive but you know doing it later is not um in his manifesto dylan storm roof also had a lot of pictures with you guessed it the confederate flag a whole it's not racist though y'all okay none here's the thing if if um people started killing like say if people just started killing like women while wearing like everything was about wearing nothing but nike gear i would stop wearing nike shit you know what i mean if it was just like like man a hundred women got killed this year and people took pictures of their nikes in the, in the blood that was the thing was the new thing was we we kill women and we take pictures of nikes in blood i'd be like yeah man um i gotta stop wearing nikes apparently i don't want to be affiliated with that but somehow the confederate flag people are still like i'm proud of it me and this dude have this in common yeah. we <laughs> love the confederate flag that's crazy to me but yeah it's, i put the pictures in the chat just a couple of them of him basically holding a gun in the confederate flag you know taking pictures at like uh historic what is he places guarding with the flag say what what is he gardening yeah i know this, this <laughs> like i'm a guy he got his gun over the rosemary all right i'm gonna kill <laughs> kill the fuck out these daffodils man <laughs> daffodils taking over the country breeding with our other flowers right these kind of greens gonna be on point he went to uh friends of mcleod <laughs> to uh to the mcleod uh or mcleod mcleod whatever wow. plantation on james island uh to take pictures with uh you know posing with the the slave um like uh they have like some slave mannequins and shit that they have there so he took pictures with that uh, a lot of selfies i like you know uh he also has pictures with on his jacket there's patches of like i want to say like rhodesia somewhere else like yeah. places where they are south africa rhodesia, yeah some of those those flags where i think rhodesia is now called zaire or something like that mm-hmm. and uh, that flag was they used to be pretty much run by uh occupied basically by white people mm. um there's also a frequent fox guest uh his name is, is jesse lee peterson jesse lee y'all might know him as the black dude that oh, said yeah. covers for white uh, people where did they get him from man? he said whites might shoot up more black churches if obama keeps calling them racist oh gosh now here's the thing wouldn't that make them racist you know what i mean like don't it mean they were already racist if you call the point what is this shit Hmm. hey man you keep calling me a woman beater i'm gonna start beating these women (laughs) you still a woman beater don't make me don't make me have to go out there and and do this 
um but yeah he uh apparently um it's a um, lot of money in that field boy if you a nigga and you hate niggas too you right. can make a lot of money right. keep saying niggas ain't shit it's a field for you out there you don't have to even hate them you can just say i need to do like your girl did who was uh white and said she was gonna come out and uh, pretend to be black so she can get mm-hmm. paid yep you just gotta come out and say hey man i need to make some money i'm just gonna start hating on some niggas right yep. on tv it's a cotton right. industry right they will, they, they, will, they will hunt you down fox news will hunt right you down throw money at come you come on brother mm-hmm. come on out here a, a cotton industry not a cottage <laughs> <laughs> obama obama implied that racism is still an issue in america today for black people from white folks then when it's absolutely not true he said Mm. you had the department of justice and other people it, calling it a hate crime even before they knew before the dust settled they call it a hate crime which is encouraging or verifying that a lot of angry black people that racism is a problem mm. this nigga did a hate crime though it's not up for debate yeah he admitted it right like i don't even like this he it's like people were talking over he was like i killed them because they are niggas and i'm That's racist right. oh whoa 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 we don't know why you did it yeah, buddy right. all right ah what are you talking about remember you're the alleged suspect alleged. Yeah. uh you know racism isn't a problem and it's over no it is a problem i have it and i'm the problem <laughs> and it's not over for me <laughs> no no it's it's over and you know i feel like you know the new generation is let you know the old generations hold on to it. the new people i'm 21 yes uh we know you know uh it doesn't matter how old you are they need to speak out to the country the black americans and tell them i'm not a racist i'm not your problem you need to take care of your own life you need to get married raise your own children get away from the government taking care of you and drop your anger so you can see that i'm not your problem said peterson mm. so hey yeah if you guys will just maybe do things like raise your kids yeah. go to church and bible study you know yeah, get you some know. oh wait a minute yeah get your state senator who is yeah. uh pull himself up by the bootstraps and yeah if you would only do that you wouldn't get shot how about church. take your kids and and spend time with them at the swimming pool oh oh can't wait do can't do Mm-mm. well just go to the park and oh Mm-mm. you can't Mm-mm. can't go to the park Mm-mm. well um nope look man just stay in your own communities and just hang out amongst your friends oh uh, ride your bicycle down the street just can't yeah. you know. pull your can't. pants up no yeah yep. you can do that you can uh well uh, here's you, your father moves to a nice neighborhood and you with your family you can go get you some skittles and yeah. some tea bring oh, it home oh, to your no, oh no no, no you can't, can't you can't do that suspect can't have you guys you need to act right yeah just, <laughs> just act right. could you guys just not be black could yeah. you just try to can we all transracial to white now? Can we just all walk around in white face? Maybe that'll let us go. Well, just stop. You know, if it's raining outside, carry an umbrella. Do not put a hoodie on. Don't He's, do that. Just do what I do yeah. and be racist against your own people. That That's how I save myself. That's what he should say. Yeah. Uh, yeah until it really turns and they realize I'm black too. He says, white people are feeling fear. If they should speak up, they're called racist. They are feeling guilt because they feel a sense of responsibility for what's going on when they really have nothing to do with it. They have all this anger that's starting to build up inside of them. I'm very concerned. Why are you so concerned if, if they so docile and white and nice? I've been concerned for a long time that if they don't open up and express themselves and say no, when they're called racist, we're going to see more killing. I want, <laughs> what? I want to be wrong, but we are going to see, especially young white men and women, we're going to see some, we're going to see more of them carrying out acts like the one we just saw in South Carolina. Mm. 
he's like and uh i'm really nervous because i'm the closest one to him guys right they, i'll be the first one to die uh, yeah <laughs> when they when they do turn i'm way over here on the other side so can y'all niggas calm down with calling them racist for doing racist stuff east texas firefighter was terminated at this comments for chase uh for praising um the charleston shooter he praised the charleston murders good so, so, and so. lost his job so that mean when my house on fire you decide to ride past it did yeah, how many, right. how many black me? houses burned down in this person's neighborhood i need to know now right. Yeah, no, right. can we do like a some type of like look into his history and just see if the black houses happen to get a little more singed than the other ones right make it just make a lift yeah. just make a turn the sirens yeah. off turn the sirens they're off they're probably having a barbecue keep going take uh, the long route yeah my favorite part about this guy his name is curtis cook with a k oh, oh. <laughs> you had a, a, a black ass name you racist first and last name maybe his middle name is crispy right <laughs> curtis crispy cook right kkk cook yeah, yeah i like k curtis with a k is a black name you can't yeah. be racist with what's his name this other firefighter's name was Leon Washington Jackson. Okay, he was mad too. <laughs> Curtis Cook reportedly posted on South Carolina's newspaper's Facebook page that the confessed Charleston church shooter Dylan Roof needs to be praised for the good deed that he's done. Mm. And then they fired his ass. Right. Well, I, I can't, I can't keep watch. my job and say that. No. They need to watch his ass too. Well, you know what? We shouldn't have done that because there's going to be more church shootings according to that last nigga we talked about. Yep. He's like, oh, Jesse Lee Peterson someone like, oh, no, don't fire him. That's the worst thing you can do. Mm. Let him continue to watch. Let him continue to be the person that's supposed to save people's houses in the community with no bias. Let him continue to do that job. Uh, his post was shared across social media calling for people to call the May, Mabek Fire Department, uh, Maybank fire department asking to have the volunteer removed from the department and that's what happened so they said after investigation and allegations being made on firefighter curtis cook they uh the fire department command staff has terminated his cook as uh, cook as a volunteer firefighter permanently uh as has trespassed him from all fi- and has trespassed him from all the fire department property we don't want your ass in the fire yeah. truck and the right. firehouse. Now maybe he can move to Missouri and become a police officer. Right. <laughs> yeah. Meanwhile, yeah. Meanwhile, uh, <laughs> he got a call from Ferguson PD like, uh, so we are hiring. I don't know if you've been watching the news, but uh, we me, have a shortage of officers lately. Send me your resume. We got one major opening. <laughs> uh, he passed up on shooting the uh, Dylan Roof passed up on shooting the College of Charleston because it would have been too hard. Says his friends you don't say by the way fuck this dude's friends because yeah. they they all were like <laughs> we just thought he was fucking around when he kept mm-hmm. talking about killing all them black people we was like come on man i just want to show you that there must be a lot of that going on with it that they're exposed mm-hmm. to and they just take it for you know i play basketball with uh you know younger kids sometimes and one of the things that always surprised me is you know for the most part white kids and black kids they get like they kind of have a different relationship now where a lot of times they let racist shit from white kids go like where it's just kind of like oh this white kid can say the n-word that's cool you know this white kid can make a joke about you know picking on me for being black that's okay because we're friends and it makes you wonder like how much of that is real and if any of these kids will be woken up by this revelation like 
oh actually you need to respect me to be my friend Mm -hmm. and we can't be allowing this shit and letting it go because you never know how this goes unchecked you know what i mean yeah uh friends of the white gunman who shot and killed nine black people inside of a historic african-american church in charleston south carolina said he first talked about attacking a college campus uh the washington post said um which is weird because is is college of charleston where we stayed karen or was that college of north charleston oh it might have been north charleston Charleston. yeah okay Mm -hmm. washington post reported uh 22 year old christian uh scriven a black neighbor of government dylan roof said that during a recent night of drinking roof said he wanted to open fire on the school at another point roof talked about shooting up the college of charleston according to the newspaper my reaction at the time was you're just talking crazy scriven told the post i don't think he was all he's always there you're just talking crazy. I mean, you're wearing these Confederate flags and racist right. flags. You got this big ass gun. I just think you're crazy. I think you're just talking. Right. Yeah. I feel like their conversations with the N word pass was a lot of him being like, you know what, Christian, you're my nigger. You are my, you are my nigger. My number one. Yeah, I own you, my nigger. That's what I'm saying. No, no, really, I, I really, really do his yeah. receipts. I, yeah, if anything ever happens, I won't let anything happen to you because you're my nigger and <laughs> that's my property. Scriven also told NBC News that Ruth may have changed his plans after deciding that the college campus was harder to access. He just said on Wednesday everything was going to happen. He said they had seven days. I just ran through my head like that he did it. Like, he really went and did what he said he was going to do. Man, fuck you. Really? Really? You couldn't tell anyone. You're like, wow. But, you know, uh, remember the guys who blew up, uh, shot up the uh, Boston Marathon? Mm -hmm. They went back and arrested some of their friends because their friends knew about this stuff and may have done some things to uh, They hid his laptop. One of them got six years in prison. So they may be able to go back at some of these this guy's so-called friends and say, you know, you have a... A legal obligation to report this kind of stuff yeah know? now those boston people they got them for accessory after the fact yeah because they did do things to try to cover up the dude's tracks oh but um yeah i i feel like that should be accessory before the fact there is accessory before and conspiracy yeah your ass need you know? to go to jail too man yeah. this ain't cool yeah um he had to end the word pass what, what is wrong with you what is your respect um routers could not verify the report as scriven could not immediately be reached for a con- uh for comment uh roof 21 who authorities say spent an hour in bible study with parishioners at the nearly 200 year old church for opening fire appeared via video feed before a magistrate judge who ordered him to be held without bond um all right let's see we're almost done with these oh, yeah i'm reporting on you i'm sorry all right that's right i don't care if you're joking what's the punchline to the joke right right. Uh, he joked a lot he used to say stuff like i hate niggas and we would laugh and laugh and laugh oh the times we shared (laughs) you know what man i really hate niggas and jews and mexicans oh dylan we do have fun i know you're too much (laughs) um let's see i don't want to play that there's oh wait there's this video of um i guess vox.com talked about how this is a trend of racial terrorism uh throughout history um and just uh i don't know if i could play the whole thing i'll play some of it but uh i like that it talked about how to a lot of problems i mean how they talk about it in a historical context not just this one-off thing because people try to turn into the lone wolf 
one you know one by one thing but throughout our history in america this is this is something black people are familiar with right like as soon as i heard this the first thing i thought about was alabama and the four girls in the church and the bombing you know and that was in an era like i watched it's so crazy i watched that documentary a couple months ago maybe last month Mm -hmm. uh the spike lee documentary about it and it's crazy because they bombed that entire community not just that church that they were bombing them all the time they yeah. were driving through there yeah. and the entire impetus for the, them bombing those people was that black people moved to an unwanted part of the um city which is called the hill where they were basically like you know white people were like get your ass away from us so they did go build a community built their own houses built you know their own schools and all this stuff and they were able to um basically have their own um ecosystem over there you know where they were doing just fine without white people yeah so then white people started resenting that and went and bombed their houses and would set fires and burn crosses and shit like let's just go fuck with the niggers today and eventually they blew up um you know this church and four girls got killed in there um Anyway, so let me play this. People, the attack that killed nine members of Charleston's Emanuel AME Church on Wednesday night. Ruth is charged with nine counts of murder. Was shocking and inexplicable. Yeah, you know, I can't explain this. I don't know what would make a young man at 21 get so sick and twisted to kill nine people in a church. The gunman's horrifying attack on faith, killing nine people, including a famed pastor. They got part of it right. Mother Emanuel is, in fact, more than a church. This is a place of worship that was founded by African Americans seeking liberty. One of the founders of the church was Denmark Vesey, who was later executed after planning to lead a slave revolt in the 1820s. The church itself was actually burned down after that as white retaliation increased, and it was banned in South Carolina after that time. The state of South Carolina, because of the work of black congregations in Charleston, fomenting this desire that all people should be free in the state, instituted a law that closed a manual. I mean, by state law, the church was closed. And it was about 40 years until the church was reestablished. That wasn't the last time the black church would be targeted by white supremacists either. In 1963, you have the bombing of the 16th Street Baptist Church in Birmingham, Alabama, which famously killed four young girls. In the 1990s, there was a spate of mysterious fires, many of which were later found to be white supremacists targeting black churches. The reason the black church is a target is because of what it symbolizes. Many of us don't see ourselves as just a place where we come and worship. But as a beacon and as a, a, a bearer of the culture uh, and, and a bearer of what makes us a people. To white supremacists, any pride in black identity has been a reason to retaliate with violence. And throughout American history, that's just what they've done. In South Carolina alone, from 1866 to 1868, the federal government compiled reports of 130 attacks on freedmen and elected officials. And many of those attacks, especially intimidating voters and would-be voters, were orchestrated by the Ku Klux Klan. That led to, essentially, the nation's first anti-terrorism law. The Enforcement Act of 1871, which is often called the Ku Klux Klan Act, made it a felony to use force, intimidation, or threat to keep anyone from voting or participating in trials or from carrying out their duties as a government official. So, was the Charleston shooting an act of terrorism? 
One way to look at terrorism is the way that political scientists do. It's in the service of a very particular political ideology. In For the Klan, that's preventing black Americans from exercising their rights as citizens. For white supremacists today, it's looking to racist apartheid countries like Rhodesia or apartheid South Africa as models for what we should be doing here in the States. That might be the reason that we saw those patches on the jacket of the alleged Charleston shooter. But there's also another way to look at it. Do people feel terrorized? When Fox News asks if churchgoers are safe, it's just about one shooting. When the congregants of the Emanuel AME Church ask it, there's a century and a half behind the question of... So yeah, um, but I wanted to play that because I was like, you know, you have to put it in a historical context. You can't just be like, uh, like some people were asking, is this an attack on Christianity? I'm like, what? <laughs> the fuck did you just watch? You know what I mean? Where it's like, uh, last time I checked, Christian people were going to, to like, Muslim mosque with guns and rallying around. Uh, that was just a month ago that that happened. We've never had that happen to just Christianity in mass in America. Yeah. We have had that happen to black people at churches in America. You know, this sanctuary and also this place that, um, for a lot, for throughout, you know, American history is a symbol of revolution and a symbol of organization. You know, many of the black leaders that we've had throughout history come from the church. Right. You know, uh, it's the Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King, you know, like even, uh, you know, even, um, Malcolm X is, you know, a leader, uh, in, in the Muslim church. Like, so it's like, here's a place where these Negroes are organizing and it's the only place we've allowed them to organize. So we need to go and subjugate them there. We need to go make a statement out of that. Uh, Mitt Romney recall, uh, called for the removal of the Southern, of the South Carolina State House Confederate flag. And of course, uh, this is the reason that he's not, you know, won't be president. No, 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 no. He Can't won't. be having that reasonableness and shit, dog. What, what you is, doing? Isn't he, uh, what's his religious background? Mormon? Mormon. So they already think he's a cult member anyway. Yeah, so. a northern yeah, Mormon. Blow him off. <laughs> you know, not from, he's not from the south. Yeah. He's, uh, Mormon and, and it's kind of like, elite. who he's the elite. fuck are you? Yeah, elite, intelligent, hardworking. Mm-hmm. Sorry. He said, I'm not a politician tonight, but I do have access. I will introduce that bill in December. Uh, he basically said he wanted a bill to, to take down the flag, uh, calling it a symbol of hatred and divisiveness, only to have his conservative followers fall, turn on him. Uh, on Twitter, Romney wrote, take down the hashtag Confederate flag at the SC Capitol. Too many. It is a symbol of a racist, racial hatred. How, remove it now to honor Charleston victims. Uh, to which, um, people responded, if that flag offends someone, they need a history lesson. Right. <laughs> a history lesson in not being black. Yeah, really. Uh, another woman said, with respect, if you want to define the Confederacy, does that mean I get to define Mormonism? Cause to them, that is church. That's right. That Confederate flag. That's a religion of its own. Mm-hmm. Think that will help the murder rate in Chicago and Baltimore? Segment to one dude. Oh yeah, what about that black on black crime? Black on black crime. Black on black crime. Take that bingo slot. 
bingo got it i got it i got it it was right beside black abortions bingo it was i had it i have seen my i had it right next to uh shooter was a lone wolf Mm -hmm. oh okay Mm -hmm. Okay. shooter was a lone wolf uh uh we'll never know why he did it then i had the free spot and then uh, <laughs> <laughs> and then and then history of mental illness got it okay i had yeah. four corners bingo oh okay you didn't have medication yeah I, your medication <laughs> i didn't have on my car uh the battle that the battle flag hasn't killed anyone since 1865 please sir go to hades Damn. right uh meanwhile this kid basically cloaked himself in this flag right but it didn't kill it the flag didn't actually kill him so. the flag itself didn't shoot nobody right okay uh, yes, because caving in the race baiters who are only trying to exploit a tragedy is what you what won you the presidency, right? Uh, one tweet in particular was appreciative of Romney com- complimenting him on taking a slap at the GLP in general. We're good for that one tweeter. Uh, and then lastly, Fox's Steve Ducey said it's extraordinary that the Charleston church shooting is being called a hate crime. Uh, Last night's dead. The attack taking place at a historic church in South Carolina. The gunman's horrifying attack on faith, killing nine people, including a famed pastor. So if we're not safe in our own churches, then where are we safe? Joining us right now is senior pastor of Hope Christian Church, Bishop E.W. Jackson. Good morning to you, sir. Good morning. Your thoughts this morning? Well, first of all, I'm pastor of the Call Church in Chesapeake, Virginia, mm-hmm. but... Uh, we had a prayer vigil this morning at 6 a.m. praying for the people in Charleston, mm-hmm. South Carolina. Uh, we're urging people, wait for the facts, don't jump to conclusions. But I have to tell you, I am deeply concerned that this gunman chose to go into a church because there does seem to be a rising hostility against Christians across this country. Christians. Christians. He what? is black. <laughs> like, what? That's really what you woke up and thought this morning, dog? Like, you woke up and was like, man this disturbing trend of one incident is is getting scary one time that the christians were targeted in america this is woo the war on christians is real because of our biblical views and i I just think it's something that we have to be aware of and because of our biblical views they gave him a script can we send like the no i feel like the people that come on fox news that are black are just actors so. I think like you know what I mean? Like like they like they have an actual audition. Like yeah, we are looking for That's what I mean. a. Yeah, they had him th- hit certain talking points. Yeah. Thirty five, but they though. Thirty five to sixty five year old black male in a suit. They uh, <laughs> uh, we we can you read this line, sir? Yeah, let me see what this is. Uh, yeah, the real problem is that black people keep seeing racism. Oh, oh, he's good. He is yeah. good. We're gonna give <laughs> you a call. We're gonna give you a call back. And you didn't read it and immediately get angry, you right. got the job. Then they edit out the stuff he might say, you know. Right. Right. I create an atmosphere in which people take out their violent intentions right. against Christians. Yeah. And I would mention one other thing very quickly, and that is I would urge pastors and men in these churches to prepare to defend themselves. It's sad, but I think that we've got to arm ourselves, at least have some people in the church mm-hmm. who are prepared to defend the church when women and children are attacked. In our right. I mean, at least the white ones. Now, these black pastors, I mean, come on, don't yeah. take no guns. Yeah. No, don't get crazy. But you white pastors, it's time to get a gun to defend yourself against the Christian attackers like this kid. 
anyway uh so that's all the stories i had uh, about that dude wow. but i felt like it was important uh, important to talk about it because um yeah you know. good job on covering that all right and uh let's see if we can get some regular news in before we go to our segments uh the first of which oh yeah we've already we completed one of them a hundred oh yeah yeah we're not doing fucking with black yeah people. i'm about to say yeah, yeah. oh karen was right 100 percent correct she called it as soon as it happened brian williams done lost that job I he told will you, stay, he'll stay at nbc but he'll never be a news anchor again nope i was telling you you cannot go up there and a lot of these white folks and not be on fox news and think you're gonna keep your job it ain't happening yeah um so he uh he he was like "Mm -mm." he's expected uh to not return to his uh nightly news show uh there's a black dude lester holt who'll be taking over for him that affirmative action y'all making him mad hey man white people fuck up and we get that promotion lester said i've been waiting on this shit yeah (laughs) i mean lester was probably one snitching like he lying that's a good right he, he was showing yeah because he'd been with him the, the whole time i got the pictures over here yeah he was like hey man that's a goddamn lie he ain't been to no <laughs> he probably wanted leaking the stuff out yeah, he ain't never been in no damn iraq I know, right? <laughs> he, he said he was in the he was in the plane he was in the plane with the military mm-hmm. that's a lie i was there i seen it right <laughs> well we got to get rid of him we got to get somebody to come in here well now i ain't doing nothing on tuesday <laughs> yeah <laughs> i'm free that's mighty kind of you i bet you got that email was like yes I know, mm-hmm. right? well that's the whole i saw him too um and he looked a little ambiguous i was like you know make sure you get pictures of his family and stuff we got that going around but i'm counting it as black oh you think he by rachel what's happening here might be i don't know oh try rachel just try whichever one you want uh kfc conspiracy uh kfc um uh consumer customer said that uh he thinks he may have um been served a fried rat oh yep Yep. i'll put the picture in the chat room for you guys who want to see what it looks like but um it looks, looks a little bit like fried rack to me I, I ain't never seen no chicken tender like that with a, <laughs> chicken tender with a tail he, oh. now he said he did actually try it oh wow so he took a bite out of it before noticing this well, might be a rat tastes like chicken uh and he <laughs> saved it but he did not send it to kfc uh yet they said they have no evidence he what he bit into was a rat mm uh and he hasn't taken it to the restaurant chain to be tested mm. uh and which they will do for free he uh also has not returned the calls to cnn or anything like that so who knows and if he's got, gonna sue or not and got his check yet they've tried to contact him but he's refusing to talk to the K- to kfc mm. um so i don't know man maybe he should uh mm, take uh I don't know. That sounds kind of fishy, man. I, I smell a rat there. I don't know. <laughs> <about rat. laughs> Something's not right, man. Yeah, ma- <laughs> mouse in the house. Uh, someone else um, took a picture. They took the picture he posted and analyzed it, and they said we turned over the picture and zoom in on where he bit that that's nothing but 100% white meat chicken in there. Mm-hmm. So, but th- now this is just a person on the internet. Now this makes you wonder how much does that dude love KFC? A lot. Like you wouldn't analyze. <laughs> you will not slander my KFC. You wouldn't analyze that KFC. You say, "Hold up, now that's white meat chicken up in there." 
you can't be talking bad about kfc ain't nobody talking about my kfc so so check this out so you're saying that the guy bit the guy who said he got the chicken mm-hmm. bought it that he actually bit it too right yeah but that's the man who loves kfc yeah oh he oh, bit oh. he bit it and said tastes like rat <laughs> yeah <laughs> it, i thought it was a rat yeah and it is but uh yeah kfc rat man that's uh kfc rat you know. that's why i don't eat kfc anyway though because of the rats that's, that's a good hood name i man. like that Popeyes. i don't eat anything from kfc <laughs> kfc rat what's up dog um <laughs> our girl uh as karen likes to call her kakarot cat in the box <laughs> her real name is karuchi tran whatever um and uh Roll the crayon she uh called chris brown out on his bullshit on instagram mm. get him girl finally uh let her feelings loose um she said uh where's my why can't i zoom in on this all right it's taking a little long sometimes the computer slows down um so yeah it, you know last time we caught up with them he was following her home from the club like a stalker jumped into her uber that she was trying to ride home uh got was forced out later on and like made a scene in the street you know clearly you know being angry and talking shit um so all that stuff happened um i I don't want to play this video i'm trying to stop it there we go i think that did it all right cool so the video stopped so uh she says um chris well on this uh instagram Chris Brown left a comment, the Shade Room's NIC video said, honestly, it's so fucking pointless to keep doing interviews about me, cause, uh, she did an interview. Talk about your career, the fuck you keep doing interviews for. Yes, I have a daughter. I'm gonna man the fuck up and take care of her. If there is no more relationship, then you shouldn't be doing fucking interviews with people. I won't let get the pleasure of prying into my personal life. Shit starting to get real weak now um and then uh he left a comment and said i wish you nothing but the best (laughs) after that so then she posted on her page a picture of her from the interview looking a little bit like dissatisfied like it's funny face she says first off chris brown at official you at chris brown official you just did an interview with ryan seacrest in which you spoke about me he did he said something about wanting to get back with her and shit my interview with access hollywood was not entirely about you they asked a question about a question that is a mature adult i answered i'm not going to shy away from something that i lived through i'm talking about my life and experiences i'm not speaking on you or bashing you like i easily could don't be mad at me because our relationship is overdue to your lack of loyalty you know what it's weak you forcing yourself into my car my broken window blowing up my phone trying to shower me with gifts man the fuck up and change the bs in your life like i've told you several times since you want to hear about my career check out at vanity series on thursday on stylehall.com emmy went in at the bay series uh this september and three-headed shark attack on sci-fi next month a commercial best of luck to you and beautiful royalty and then the heart emoji and then after that chris brown posted a picture of them hugging obviously an old picture i'm eternally thankful for you being part of my life i've learned so much for you wish you nothing but happiness and the best at karuchi all i was doing was trying to fight for the woman i love thanks i learned a lot peace sign i guess carrie kate told you you need to beat it son yeah he the that is the like so abusive like that's exact like textbook abusive behavior that be real super nice and then 
try to manipulate them with that and that don't work well i manipulate her with, with intimidation and anger and that doesn't work you know this is crazy she is because they keep hitting her thing up like we know you're gonna come back because i thought she was gonna come back too but i think she made it this time i'm glad she moving on yep. so they can quit being all in my instagram timeline word um all right let's uh move into our segments okay the first one is uh you know we already did fucking with white people mm-hmm. uh let me get to my list here yeah ball alert that's right karen the first one is ball alert but i had to find a song yeah 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 we don't call them down no more oh now we call them five star five star nigga that's a five star flick that's a six for that five that's that new m6 pay a pay pay a health if i even pay a rent and the way she give it to me best money i ever spent i can't even lie i'm so super hot do not need her will not keep her unless she is fly Gucci man a throw a beat, your man is a shore Since she love me, now she love you, now now all my bitches love me You been in Atlanta, look up Gucci, girl, and beat me You can find a five-star hotel, you can beat me Five-star bitch, that's a five-star bitch That's a five-star bitch, that's a five-star bitch If your credits go high, keep your nails, they fly Keep your juice box wet, and your head something fly you a five-star Alright, let's talk about the choices y'all have Y'all pick one. Uh, y'all can elaborate on it. Here are your choices. Baller male. Woman says Lil B dumped her after she wouldn't send him feet pics. <laughs> Number two. Groupie tells, I had sex with Rich Dollars and it was good while it lasted. Two seconds. Number three. Baller male. Girl claims she slept with Future a week ago. Hey. Scratching. Number four. Baller male Titans rookie Dion Long was like the stove your mother told you not to touch, not safe for work picks. And lastly, five actions a woman needs to see to trust you to lead her from a man's POV blog by at Mitchell Chance. So you guys decide which one of y'all want to do. I'm down on the feet, man. I want to see that. Yeah, what about you, was... Mom? Uh-huh. Oh, what about the toes? Let's go with the fetish all right let's go to little b and these toes oh lord <laughs> apparently he's out here now people might know little b from um he has a beef with uh kevin durant mm-hmm. uh, a lot of people might be familiar with that uh he also had beef with james harden uh, he using a lot of nba um beefs, beefs right apparently make um, songs about him yeah i don't even know if his songs i feel like all his songs are on youtube which if that's the case i'm gonna have to oh wait yeah so he has some songs on uh spotify um i'm paris hilton katie perry but these aren't the songs that uh i know him matter no Mm -hmm. yeah maybe i can see if i can play his um because he has a song called fuck kevin durant 
where he uh it's the best though it's a, it's a terrible song take off them low cut shoes what yeah. are they holding for now he got uh, a chorus and everything well actually let me close this opening so to move faster um but uh fuck kevin durant is a song that he came up with because apparently uh kevin durant like he tried to come to a game to see kevin durant or something and either kevin durant didn't come see him or oh, he couldn't wow. get in or some stupid shit like that so he decided that you know kevin durant didn't have the right proper amount of respect for the base god as he likes to go by lil b the base god um and uh but and he's just like a self-important whack rapper he's not like good yep. and because he didn't uh worship the base god he decided to curse him and that was the year kevin durant lost in the finals and kevin durant basically still was like fuck lil b on twitter and stuff mm. so um after that i think that was the year after that year kevin durant got hurt mm. so now it's becoming a, a trend so then james harden does this uh dance this like this move right here yeah, yeah. which means you're cooking whenever yeah, you yeah, uh stirring it up hitting some shots yeah that's lil b's dance move and he said since he didn't say he could do the dance move to basically fuck james harden too now here's fuck kevin durant hey man i'm gonna tell you something man hey man kevin durant man i'm trying to see you on that court asap man you say you gonna play me in the game man i ain't never seen you play a damn Bitch, I'm Lil B. Bitch, I'm Lil B. Who like mixtape? You don't know that it's me. Still on the court and I'm still on the court. Damn me from the game because you niggas on my dick. What YMCA did they let him do this at? Right. Like, what white people's afternoon did he disturb with this bullshit? All right. He walking around. Who going, why is this Negro in here while I'm in the sauna? I think, right. that's, I think that's over there's a apartment complex. Now, <laughs> now, that's not my favorite um, Lil B song. My favorite Lil B song is Hoes on My Dick. Yes, that's my jam right there. Featuring Andy Milanakis, who's a oh the beat goes so hard on this song. Who's a comedian? man, we here, man. Andy Milanakis. Now, Andy Milanakis is like thirty, and he looks like that. He looks like fourteen, right? Two five. Swat, 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 swat.
hundred million. Hoes on my dick cause I look like grandma. Damn, baby. So there you go. You get the gist. Hoes on their dick. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's my favorite little B song. And, uh, you know, um, they, they basically were able to blow up with that. He had an album called, it was called I'm Gay but he's really not gay mm-hmm. it was just like trying to be controversial mm-hmm. he speaks at schools because kids are stupid because they America. can choose colleges get to give him money to speak and then the speeches are always just random rambling so anyway <clears throat> so here's an interesting baller mail slash groupie tell on rapper lil b apparently he has some sort of foot fetish and if you don't send him foot news he erases you from his life read the baller mail below Disclaimer, baller mails are submitted by our readers and are protected by the stat- federal statute 47 USC 230. Ballalert.com cannot confirm 100% accuracy of any story posted. I never felt so betrayed in my life. <laughs> <laughs> I never thought I'd ever be on a blog site for anything that was... <laughs> Hold on, why did this scroll to the top? Uh, Back to the bottom. Like a reset or yeah, something. Yeah, uh, I think they had an ad or something. Um, Alright, so... I never, uh, never, oh, I never thought I'd be on a blog site for anything that was related to my own personal life slash issues, but I'm just so lost and feel like I need to get this off my chest and out to anyone who decides to date Brandon, also known as the rapper Lil B. Not the government. Ah! There's government name out there. I wouldn't have known that. Uh, I first knew about Lil B three years ago in 2012. My brother put me on to his music. I followed Lil B on Twitter, and later that year, he followed me back. And throughout the times, he would favorite some of my tweets, which led us to DM each other. I stopped using Twitter, so we kind of stopped talking. Well, I'll say this. He follows everybody back on Twitter. That's not yes, that special. Yes, he does. Everybody. Uh, fast forward to the beginning of 2014, he made an Instagram. I followed him and DM'd him, and we started talking again. June 2014, he invited me out to California with my own money. I spent the weekend there. Ooh, she gonna catch it in the comments. Yes, she is. Can't be spending your own money, girl. Mm-mm. That's not how you groupie out here. Mm-mm. Here's where the issue started. He has a foot fetish. Something that was completely new to me, but something I was open to. Don't you mean open toe? Open toes. <laughs> open heels. Open heels. homosexual, I see. Mm-hmm. Why? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. On the down toe. <laughs> while, while in his city we did some have some sexual encounters which also involved my feet oh he fucked them feet man oh. mm. got up in the feet got up in the <laughs> arches <laughs> when, when it was time big for, toe baby big toe <laughs> when it was time for me to fly back he wanted me to stay another day mm. but I didn't have I didn't because I had already booked a round trip ticket I didn't have another Pair, yeah. pair of socks. He wasn't paying. Yeah. <laughs> right. He wasn't paying for nothing. You could get a pedicure out of the deal. I know. Right? I went home and we stayed in contact. August 2014, he wanted me to come back out because he claimed he missed my feet mm. and wanted to spend his birthday with my hashtag meaty souls. Mm. Ugh. <laughs> That's a thing. Oh. Pig feet, baby. You got them meaty souls. <laughs> I decided to go spend the weekend with him, so I flew out Friday the 15th and spent Saturday the 16th with him. I was supposed to stay the 17th, his birthday, but then he told he then told me he had to work, so I had to buy a hotel room as he flew to Vegas to work in the studio. Ooh, she bought her own hotel room. Mm. 
so after see, having to spend all my money on a hotel for two days until he got back i stayed one more night in california in his home and then flew back to my home in nyc now he texted me last week asking me to come to the bay and i asked him to just come to me my city he said he was busy so i said i was too so then he texted me to send him pictures of my feet but i ignored the messages that's when he dm me on instagram and said i would and i said i would send him the pics he told me what type of pics he exactly wanted then i felt like he was doing too much so i messaged him back on instagram and said no he then blocked me on instagram and then he cursed me out on the text and said he he would hit me really brandon i'm your number one fan and supporter you're gonna go that low ladies he is a leech and manipulative don't waste your time who was gonna waste their time with little b right uh, a grown ass man with little in front of his name y'all leave these men alone <laughs> she has ain't uh, nobody grow up what's grown be right <laughs> adult be right she has some i uh, pay bills be be 47 years right. old <laughs> <Little> B. <laughs> i have some pictures she's has pictures in here of the text messages i spent over three thousand fucking dollars back and forth flying to the bay area to see you and you just gonna cut me off over some pictures really nigga Mm. bitch shut the fuck up and stop texting me if you can't do that do what i asked and don't come see me and don't hit my phone wow i wasn't a bitch when i flew to san fran last august though fuck out of here you're corny free head hoe keep texting me and watch ah. me knock you out like your last nigga did damn he went deep wow violence she's and abused she, and then he said she she says august though fuck out of here you're corny uh free head oh yeah free head okay so she said oh you're gonna go that low and use things i told you in confidence against me over some feet pics kp sign um and then on the twitter he said hey baby i thought about it and i trust you what is it that you wanted me to write on the pics and then he says hey babe can you write on hand body and feet i love little b and send me a bunch of pics to choose from and wow uh so i guess that was the end no thank you base guy so here's the comments only three comments this one's fairly new though ain't it yeah plus i feel like they don't really you know little b's not that big a name around the groupie circuit right so she came out of her own pocket i told you <laughs> i do it yeah. Yeah, they, they do not they do not man. mess with that money yeah. Woo. so she came out of her own pocket to satisfy someone else's fetish i don't know i didn't i don't really know Lil b but i heard of him a few years back and it seems like everything i ever read about him it was pertaining to him liking men so him liking women is new to me mm. nicole says laugh my fucking ass off this whole thing is hilarious thanks for the laugh girl Liv sanchez says you played yourself on that one baby girl you don't ever and i will repeat it for you ever 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 spend your money to go visit a baller ever <laughs> you'll learn dot 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 <laughs> <laughs> so that's yeah. it for that group of tail. You a fast up bitch, you a fast up bitch, you a fast up bitch, I a fast up bitch, need a fast up bitch, you a fast up bitch, you a fast up bitch. It's your boy, yo, got it, I do grade A shit. I'm the realest nigga walking, and it's the remix, and we still out here looking for a five star chick. When I catch her, I'm a blesser with a five star kid. She a natural born hustler, she ain't chasing no suckers, or the mess of real niggas, she ain't never fuck the bustle. Carving the jewelry that shit really don't excite her And the hating ass hoes in the club gon' fight her She was born in the A, with the school in D.C.
D.C. Got a job in Dallas, Texas, then you move to Tennessee. If you ain't a five-star shorter, go ahead and face it. Fake, Gucci, fake, Louis, shorter, that'll make you basic. You ain't a five-star, you ain't a five-star, you ain't a five-star, you ain't a five-star. See, I'm a five-star bitch, cause I ain't that other bitch. She be struggling for hers from the womb, I've been rich. I ain't gotta talk about the money and the shoot game. All you gotta do is Google Trina, see the proof, man. None of these hoes doing shows in the recession. Their cars get declined, now they suffering a depression. Why you spending meals doing all kinds of deals? I'm a five-star bitch eating five-star meals. My whole lifestyle like coming to America. All my Louis luggage, see my bag, how I carry her. Walking through the airport like I'm in a parade on my hologram. Logging on the E trade. All right, let's go to our next game. Uh, gotta play some Guess the Race, guys. Where's my Guess the Race music? Now that it's time for some Guess the Race. That's right, it's Guess the Race time. Now that it's time for some Guess the Race. That's right, it's Guess the Race time. That's right, it's time for Guess the Race. The number one game show going across all the podcasts, man. We read and play news articles from all over the globe, and we ask our contestants, today, my parents, to guess the race. And the chat room plays along, and they are racist. All right. All right. No turning around for this one, guys. All right. You're just going to guess the races, and uh, no peeking. And the chat room will play too. Okay. Number one cops, suspects stopped for chicken and biscuits at the heist. Ah! Mm-hmm. Not chicken and biscuits. <laughs> right. The call of the Popeyes is too much. I want to know one that was there any hot sauce involved. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see what they say in the article. Police uh, are. Hold on, scroll up. There we go. Police arrested a Western Pennsylvania bank robber suspect who stopped for chicken and biscuits at a restaurant two blocks away. Didn't even make it two ah! blocks. <laughs> You get, you get hungry committing these crimes. Like, man, robbing these motherfuckers sure take a lot out of you. I need a bite of chicken. Right. I finally got enough for a three-piece. They got to sell. All our court records don't list an attorney for 32-year-old Shane Lindsay, who was arrested Wednesday uh, about 20 minutes after he robbed the bank. Ah! <laughs> he didn't get 30 minutes. Wait. How many blocks? How far away was it? Two blocks. Two blocks. He stopped and ate some that chicken. <laughs> <laughs> right. Was he inside eating? He probably still had to down them. From, you know those dog tablets they put in there? Right, yeah. He probably still had to down them like, uh, uh, like raising Arizona. Uh, he walked in there. They was like, uh, here to go. You know what? I got time. <laughs> <laughs> I eat it here. <laughs> I'll take it for you. I, I mean, I'm eating here. Yeah. He said, he said Make daddy a sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> let me let me get a super size. I can afford it today. Right. Yeah. Upgraded. Police tell the Valley News Dispatch that witnesses saw a bald man matching his description oh. run towards the restaurant after the heist. Police knew the business had surveillance video and went inside hoping for clues as to where the suspect went, only to find he was still there eating at a booth. Oh. Police say the video showed the suspect run past the restaurant, then pause before coming back and going inside. <laughs> running on the he was on the run about to get away and was like hold up is that the hot now son <laughs> you know what i'm gonna have to take the chance so guess the race of mr shane Lindsay. let me see i'm gonna say 
this was a brother mm-hmm. from another mother. My, oh wait, brother from another mother. So black, black mom. Oh gosh, Shane. Yeah, he, he had to be white. All right, mom's going white. Let's take the chat room. Blacker than a pimp's heart at midnight when the money's short. That's what I'm talking Man of my heart right there. At least he knew he wasn't getting fried rat at Popeye's black. <laughs> Prefers KFC over Popeye's white. Bojangles was calling black. Uh, I think, I don't know if it's moving slow. Okay. It is. The name's telling me no, but that predisposition to chicken is telling me black. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Right, I guess that's uh, all the guesses for now. Uh, added two Texas Pete's in the bag, black. Word. Hot sauce. Mm. Well, when it comes to the case of Shane Lindsay, my dad and the chat room are all wrong. Oh, wow. And my mom is right. All right. Oh, he real okay, white too. Okay. Yeah, that's now, a picture of him. If you want to see the picture of him, you can turn around. You can see it now. That's what I think right now. Mm-hmm. I think him and that NAACP lady <laughs> <laughs> been hanging out like a bug, baby. <laughs> uh, he, he's a very white looking dude. Too. Oh, he's like a skidhead. Oh wow! All right, let's go to the next one. Turn back around. No, no peeking. Okay. Uh, so say, far, the only black people cut a food for chicken. One for my mom, zero for my dad. So far, all right. Um, let's see here. Uh, wait, hold on. I don't want to do that one. Um, here's one: a serial horse fucker uh. bro- broke his leg trying to fuck a horse. Of course, of course. Ah! A Texas man who was twice arrested in 2013 for having sex with a horse named a horse named Nadia has apparently struck again. One of them German hoes. Police say Cirillo Castillo, 45, was caught back in February in the same barn he'd been ordered to stay away from, once again attempting to violate a horse. He was arraigned this month on criminal trespassing charges. Guess he didn't know that nay means nay. <laughs> when the owner of the barn came to feed her horses in the morning, she found Castillo with a broken leg. Mm. Although he said he'd been injured in a car accident and went to the barn for shelter, investigators are pretty sure he was kicked by a horse he was attempting to rape. Hoof prints. Mm-hmm. <laughs> horses are strong. Fought, finally fought back. That's the forensic stuff right there. We got fingerprints. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Nigga, we got you with some hood friends. Right. Uh, horse fucker ran to a horse bucker. <laughs> they didn't specify whether the victim was Nadia, the mayor Castillo was apparently obsessed with. He can't be charged with bestiality because it's not an official crime in Texas, of course. Oh, Lord. The number one state for black people to stay yeah, in high school. Yeah, exactly. But he was already on probation for cruelty to animals after his previous violations of Nadia. He also spent 270 days in jail for public lewdness over a 2012 incident with another horse. He probably got caught cheating. That's why mm-hmm. he got kicked right there. Mm-hmm. I can't just I I can't just ignore this and allow it to keep happening," said the sheriff. He's tired of that dude riding bareback. <laughs> uh, maybe we could get him some help. Whatever we could do, we are going to try and do. 
but all that help wasn't enough to stop him from pursuing his dreams consequences be damn uh who would he be if he let little things like law a broken leg and the owner of a barn uh stop him from having sex with that horse guess the race of mr uh what was his first name cirillo castillo well that name sounds kind of hispanic you know mm-hmm. so and based upon the shooter down there he's saying if you're spanish and you're kind of light-skinned you might be in the white race okay so you know i'm gonna have to go with the white race care our mom i'm not playing i know you're not my bad uh, he's white want some of that brown sugar <laughs> <laughs> you want some of that black beauty i know right uh <laughs> one whose backwater was used to wash himself and the horse off at the sex uh, dog kisser uh, silly white boy <laughs> them horse shoes are only good luck for the horse rice erotic secretariat fan fiction horse dominatrix black <laughs> stable, stable harassing backslider as dedicated to nadia as he is to crossing the border <laughs> it's texas so you know there's no contraception either uh tex-mex <laughs> what a correct answer my parents are both wrong he oh. actually was hispanic yeah. and a couple of y'all got it right He had All a right. receding headline and everything. I know. He's horsing around. <laughs> uh, so, all right. Let's go to the bonus round. What's my bonus round music? How did he break his leg? How did he break? I don't know. Uh, he got bucked off that horse probably. Oh. It kicked him. You know. All right. Maybe he was on a stool or something and slid down. Maybe it was a backslide. I, don't I just know. think they need to take him out back and shoot him. I know. Turn him into glue. <laughs> <laughs> Double the points and the raise. Double the points and the raise. That's right. Double the points, double the race, and the bonus round against the race. So far, my parents are one and one and zero and two, but everything's worth double the points. Who will win? Let's see. Uh, mother left her two children at home in deplorable dish conditions so she could quote unquote party with friends oh she okay. just wants to party all the time party all the time shout she out to eddie murphy dancing on that ceiling mm. uh, <laughs> uh an indianapolis woman mm, was arrested for child neglect after she left two children with special needs oh. home alone oh. for nine hours wow you can't even leave regular kids alone that for long. nine that's, hours that's your crazy. house be done burnt down 20 minutes right um apparently police department were dispatched to the house at 2 40 a.m for a child welfare check oh wow when they arrived oh the, you know they were mad they got that call you know somebody, they was mad somebody saw, somebody saw her at the club and said mm-hmm. man where in the hell is her kids at right <laughs> <laughs> she ain't got no man right, right. yeah, she she getting charged with something they called me right. i'm 240 you getting charged with something but you know what you know what happy father's day to her too because that's what matters she had the party right at the point in time a five-year-old girl came to the window she told officers that she was home alone with her two-year-old brother oh man according to the probable cause report the girl let officers into the home and they immediately smelled burnt marijuana Mm. 
they also found a grinder commonly used for grinding marijuana into a shake in the living room a shake they also found a hookah pipe container marijuana the home was dirty there were trash food bags dirty dishes and mold on the kitchen walls the entryway was covered with the entryway was covered with bed bugs both dead and alive there was no food available for the children we don't want them to get fat the boy was soaked with urine the girl told police officers that her mother usually leaves the home when they go to bed to party with her friends uh child protective services and the children's grandmother were notified the grandmother was given custody of the children uh police officers located the mother kiera officer her last name is officer <laughs> Damn. Uh, officer told police uh she had left her children at 5 30 p.m with a babysitter named coco <laughs> But she was not able to give any additional information about Coco, such as her real name. The five, a telephone number. The five-year-old girl told police that no one came to watch them. Officer was arrested on two counts of neglect of a dependent, a level six felony. Shit, level six? Yeah. That's the first time an officer's been arrested and charged with a felony all year. Ain't that the truth. Uh, so guess the race of Kiara officer. Oh, man. Go ahead, babe. You go first. I was wrong the first time. Okay, she's black. Okay, she's black. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to say it. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Mom? I'm sorry. I think she's black. All right, let's check the chat room. Patio Primate. Yep. <laughs> black. Coco is short for the cocaine baking soda sister sister. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, accepted all the Father's Day wishes herself on Twitter today, Black. Oh, It was the first of the month and had to spend that check, y'all, Black. That's it. Mrs. Officer, Mrs. Officer, can you please take the bed bugs off of her, Black. (laughs) 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 Uh, The correct answer is Black. She was a Black lady. Yeah. Let me go fire her picture real quick. Put it in the chat. Oh, I think I let me see. But uh I'm just saying, if she went out partying like this, man, she might as well stay that ass home. Yeah, look at her hair. Yeah, like that party. Either the party was too good or too terrible. What? Yeah, she been leaving them kids, man. Yeah. All right, we'll do one more, um and then we'll do sore ratchetness. Uh, made good time today. Let's see. um how about I think we did. somebody said Rachel did her hair? <laughs> <laughs> uh, here's one. <laughs> Y'all still in the chat room. What did she say? Ra- Rachel Dolezal did, did her hair. Oh, 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 that child. She probably charged her twelve hundred dollars. <laughs> yeah, I know. Right? I saw some of the prices, man. She was charging. I was like, "Y'all should know she was black right then." Right. It was like you know, it was like four hundred dollars for some braids. I was like four hundred dollars. Um. Frederick, Maryland. Police say an ice cream truck driver in Maryland was gunned down as he was selling treats to children and a suspect has been arrested. Mm. Was it Big Worm? Big Worm. Big Worm. Frederick, police say 22-year-old Brandon Brown was fatally shot Saturday afternoon at Lucas Village, a subsidized housing complex. Mm. Lieutenant Clark Pennington, a police spokesman, said Brown drove into the community playing music to announce his arrival. He says children were lined up to buy ice cream when Brown stepped out of the truck and was approached by a man who shot him in the chest. <gasps> Brown died at the scene. Pennington says witnesses helped police identify a suspect who was arrested Sunday 
the suspect was 27 year old larnell lyles his phone number was unlisted at online court records didn't i did, didn't listen to attorney for him guess the race of mr larnell lyles now you know he black all right bro man i agree all right let's check the chat room and what was his first name lonell lonell uh larnell l-a-r-n-e-l like darnell with an l case closed and plus he got shot no questions asked mm, yeah yeah <laughs> uh can i get that bomb pop black mm-hmm. shot over a game of spades black mm-hmm. <laughs> uh i think it's moving slow okay probably selling more than ice cream oh he black yeah. well you know um master p used to say that he was the uh didn't you say something about he was like the ice cream man, man or something mm-hmm. and that stood for selling drugs mm-hmm. black says joe spacely thug says leonard brothers <laughs> which we all know means black Nobody called that dude shot the church thug yet. Uh, the correct answer is, you guys all got it, black. Thank you, Thank you very much. Everybody snitched on him too. No, man. Damn. All the, yeah, the, the kids, kids out there ice supposed cream? to ice You know, them kids yeah, were so right. mad. Yeah, what the yeah. fuck, man? Yeah, you can't kill the ice cream, man. No, I hate him. I know, right? I'm telling on him. All right. I'm like, you don't need to be snitching. Mm-mm. He interrupted my ice cream. I wanted a nutty buddy, and right. now I got to deal with this. Right. I wanted the Mickey Mouse face. And you know, right. no more the ice cream man is coming through there after that. You know, yeah, the ice cream and the ice cream theme song music got to be the worst music to die to. Right, it's so annoying. It's a, it's a racist song too. Do you know that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's yeah. a racist song yeah, from way back. Some ice cream people have kind of gotten around that where they don't play like the original ice cream. They play like other mm-hmm. music. Yeah, the ice cream truck song. I I don't want to die to that. I know, right? Uh, anyway, time for the last segment. <laughs> Got him. Dead. <laughs> i can't think he's gonna make it one day he never does uh waterbury this was happening overseas somewhere that's in connecticut <clears throat> well, waterbury is that connecticut? uh maybe you know what maybe it is waterbury a man who uh, who was served divorce papers while in a psychiatric ward crashed a car into a man who was talking to his soon-to-be ex wow then he hacked into the man with a samurai sword on wednesday they charge oh. police charge Dion Crawford, guess the race, Dion. <laughs> forty-seven, <laughs> with multiple multiple crimes in connection with the violent attack on Johnson Street that left a forty-seven-year-old man with three missing fingers on his left hand, Damn. a severe slash to his broken right hand, Damn. and a badly broken leg. Damn. Mm. Well, there you go, guys. Yeah. Even if a woman got an extra on the sword, stay away from her. It's not, it's, you, you, no need for you to die trying to help her out uh so yeah that's that's it for the day go to adamandeve.com code tbgwt uh happy father's day to my dad uh we did get you a little something here Uh-oh. uh first of all we got you this bevel shaving kit oh sweet uh it comes with a razor uh it's that, nice uh like a single single blade straight razor comes with some shaving cream 
that smells good some priming oil like it's a whole kit there's instructions oh, wow. in there okay. uh it's sleek man uh, it i is. use it i use it all the time oh, and uh i yeah. love it Thank it you so much. I love this. Man. Right. And then we got you this good. card as oh, well. Oh, wow. Thank you. So make sure you, you know, open up the card as well. Um, oh, wow. And happy Father's Day, man. Thank you so much. Sure. I appreciate it. Also, happy Father's Day to all the people out there that, um, you know, that our fathers in our listening audience mm-hmm. you know a lot of stereotypes going on around about black people and fatherhood yeah, and stuff. There are a lot of good men out there. And I know there's a lot of good people out there that don't get celebrated enough. Uh, so thank y'all, uh, too uh as well and uh you know um not even gonna get into the debate about mothers celebrating father's day and stuff i don't care that's your family y'all do whatever y'all want to and enjoy yourselves Mm -hmm. and uh try to spend the day finding some happiness man glad we could be a safe space for black people to uh be happy and uh find some happiness dad what what does the card say can you read to the audience Uh, yeah i'm gonna see what this card says right i was gonna If I start crying, just let me know. Okay, no problem. It says, my dad is number one. That's what that card says on the front. It's a beautiful card. And it says, uh, Roderick says, thanks for for sticking around and raising a nigga. Hey, it was my privilege. No problem. Hopefully today you won't have to deal with too much number two. Happy Father's Day. Happy Father's Day. I love you, old man, even if you ain't my daddy. (laughs) (laughs) all right guys we'll talk to y'all i could have been (laughs) you might want to check i know they say you they say you feel you feel long enough they start to look look like like you uh all right guys we'll talk to y'all tomorrow um we also have sport movie reviews coming up at one with our 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 girl uh monica uh from uh the cinema fix podcast Mm -hmm. so we'll see premium people then until uh then i love you i love you too baby love you all